Congratulations. You've made it. It's Christmas Eve, and you've made it. For all the things that have been going on, how busy the times have been these last few weeks, all the shopping, all the stuff you've been doing, all the cooking and preparing and traveling, you've made it. You're here. It's Christmas Eve. You're in church. Take a moment and, re- and realize this peace. Take a moment and realize where you're at. And listen again to the Christmas story. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that, w- that happened while Quirinius was a governor of Syria. And everyone returned to their own town to register. Joseph went up from, from Nazareth, this town Nazareth in Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, to the town of David, because he came from the house and the line of David. David was his ancestor. He went there to register with his wife Mary. She was, she was uh, pledged to be married to him and was also expecting a child. She was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the child to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger. Because there was no room for them even at the inn. And at the same time, there were shepherds living in their fields, keeping watch over their sheep by night. When an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord surrounded them, and they were rightly terrified. And then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people, that will be for everyone. For today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born. The Savior has been born. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And you will know him by this. This will be a sign to you. You will find a child wrapped in a cloth lying in a manger. And then suddenly, a whole company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those in whom his favor rests. And when the angels left and went back into heaven, when they left and went back into heaven, the shepherds spoke to each other and said, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go and see this thing that has happened, just as the Lord has told us. And so they hurried off. They found Mary and Joseph and a child lying in a manger. When they saw this child, they began to spread the word concerning what they had heard regarding this child. And everyone heard it, and they were amazed by what the shepherds told them. But Mary? Mary, she treasured all of these things up and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for everything that they had seen and heard, because it was just as they had been told. See, we've heard this story many times. Sometimes it can be hard for us to relate to this story. 
Right now, many of us have things going on. We have people coming to visit. Many of you have family here. This is a busy time. Ironically, this time when we celebrate the peace of God is one of the busiest times of year. So our minds get full with things. All these things that we need to do and look after. And so we can hear these words and they just, there's just no room in our mind for them. Or maybe it's that we've heard these words so many times. Often we hear them spoken by our children wearing shepherd's costumes and angel costumes. That we can maybe begin to think that this is a children's story. That this is a story that children tell us. That we can see them recite the lines. But I want to remind us that this story is true. This story is true in the best sense of the word true. This story is so true that it has changed the course of human history. We sometimes find it hard to relate to this. For as many times as we've heard it, sometimes it just doesn't quite seem to stick with us. So I wanted to remind us again these words that this angel spoke to these shepherds. He said, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. That will be for everyone. That today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. The Messiah, the Lord. You know, sometimes we take grace for granted. Even as a pastor, sometimes I find myself taking God's grace for granted. We begin to think, you know, I'm not sure that I need a Savior. Sometimes it happens for us. You know, we live in a society where we tell ourselves that I've done this on my own. I've earned everything that I have. Or maybe we think, you know, life is pretty comfortable right now. I've got all the things that I need. I mean, I've got a great house and cars and, you know, that's pretty comfortable. Or I'm able to take care of the stuff that I need to. If something's wrong, I'm able to fix it. And if I can't fix it, then I can pay someone to fix it. And so sometimes it might feel to us like we don't need a Savior. I remember when I was younger, I had this feeling too. I had this great job. I was in my 20s, traveling around the world. Had a house and cars were paid for and more money than I knew what to do with. I think if you would have asked me then, I'm not sure if I would have said that I needed a Savior. But then life happens. Things happen. Things that we can't control. Bigger things like relationships. Relationship with our spouse. Maybe a relationship with our children or our parents. Maybe bigger things happen, like we see our children struggling. We want to help them, but how do you? How do you help children that are grown from making the same mistakes that you did? Or maybe it's our parents. Bigger questions as they grow older, and now you are the ones taking care of them. These are big issues that don't have easy answers. Or maybe it's things that we've done in our past. Things that we, could, we wish we could go back and change. Looking back on them, we see the way they turned out and we just wish we could go back and change them. We regret the way they've turned out. Maybe we're ashamed of the way they've turned out. These are the things that we also struggle with. Things like purpose and meaning. Realizing that, that nagging feeling that there's more to life than just how much stuff we have or how we climb the corporate ladder, 
These are the big things that remind us that we need something more. That we need someone more. I believe that we all need a Savior. That every one of us need Christ in our lives. Tonight, we are reminded again of this Savior. That this Savior has come. That despite everything that we ever imagined, the Savior has come. And He came, and when He first came, He looked like a lowly child in a manger. Not even in an inn, but a child born in a stable. But that child grew to be a man. A man who walked among the people. The common people. He walked along the edges of society where people were cast out to bring them in. He walked among the sick, people who were crippled, and He healed them. He walked among the proud, the people who were arrogant, and He reminded them of their place. But more than this, more than just walk and teach and do great miracles, Jesus did amazing things in that He went to the cross. The Son of God went to a cross suffering torture and abuse to save us. When Jesus, the night before He was betrayed, He was speaking with His followers. And He said, No greater love has a man than this than He would lay down His life for His friends. No greater love has a man than this that He would lay down His life for others. And this is precisely what has happened. It's by His death that we have life is that He is risen again. That we have not just life now, but life eternal. By Jesus' blood, we have been made right with God. He has come to save us. This is the amazing news of Christmas. The amazing news that Christ has come and that He has come to redeem His people. This is the good news for you tonight. This is what we celebrate. Amen.